We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, if there's anyone who is feeling the most weight after Rashad Bateman's season-ending foot surgery on the field, it's quarterback Lamar Jackson, who now has to move forward without his top wide receiver. And despite that weight, Jackson had a first-class response to the news shortly after he had just learned about it. I'm Sarah Ellison with Bobby Trossett. It's Friday, November 4th, and this is your Morning Ravens Vault. So while the Rashad Bateman news wasn't what anyone wanted to see or hear, there is definitely room for optimism when it comes to J.K. Dobbins in the aftermath of his arthroscopic knee procedure. Plus, we're doing hard-hitting news around here. We've got more details from Lamar Jackson's night at AEW Wrestling and his response to Chris Jericho calling him out from the ring. We have all that more coming up. Thanks for waking up with a morning vault where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. So you remember John Harbaugh hinted that bad news was possibly on the way about Rashad Bateman when on Monday he said that the whiteout's foot injury was more serious than initially thought and that he had a decision to make. Yeah, that often means that players need to decide whether they want to have surgery or continue playing through an injury. Well, Bateman made his decision, which John Harbaugh officially announced Thursday afternoon. Uh, Rashad Bateman has decided to go ahead and get a surgery for his uh, for his foot. He's going to get the Liz Frank uh, surgery. It was one of those ones where it was up to him. He and his agent and his family talked it over, and they decided to be in his best interest to do that. So we support him on that. We understand what he's doing. And as for Bateman himself, he posted this reaction on his Instagram page. Quote, I don't know. I don't get it. Darkest times of them all for sure. I love this and the work that comes with it, but I can't question God's plan and what he has for me. Appreciate the love and support. See y'all next year, close quote. I mean, Sarah, our hearts go out to the guy. He's had injuries in his first two seasons in the NFL that have taken him out for chunks of now both seasons. If you were excited about his potential this season, imagine how excited he was. And if you're disappointed now, imagine what that feels like for him when it comes to his disappointment. He deserves a little grace, as we said in our live stream on Thursday. And, you know, it's just way too premature to call him a bust. I mean, let's be honest here. He didn't have a lengthy injury history in college. And as John Harbaugh said this week, 
His story's yet to be written. Yeah, his story isn't close to being written. We wish him well in his recovery. And Bobby, you mentioned that Bateman deserves a little grace. And it's not surprising that his teammates are giving that to him, starting with his quarterback, Lamar Jackson. There's probably nobody that's going to have to shoulder the weight of this loss in the football field more than Jackson. That was Jackson's top wideout. Jackson is the one who will probably be, by some people, unfairly judged because if this passing game isn't good enough, few will say that it's not all on Lamar because he lost his top wideout, even though I'm sure that if this happened to Josh Allen or Tua Tunga-Vailoa, if they lost Stefan Diggs or Tyreek Hill, many people would come and give them excuses. I highly doubt that's going to happen for Lamar. So if there was anybody that is feeling the pressure, it'd be Lamar. But of course, leave it to him to give a first-class reaction to the sobering news. That's my guy. You know, we was looking forward to having a, gr- a great long season, but, um, you know, guy had other plans, but um, I wish him a speed of recovery. And, you know, we got a lot of great guys, you know, in our receiving group. Um, and I got full 100% confident in those guys going to make things happen for us this season. So, just waiting on me to get back, but we good. I mean, Lamar just said everything you'd want to hear from the leader of a locker room, right? He expressed compassion for Bateman, then expressed confidence in the next guys up behind him. But he also kept focus on the goal to just keep working hard, keep getting better. That's exactly what you want. That's the blueprint. Yeah, it's the only way to respond. I mean, getting frustrated or nervous or whatever, it won't help. He's going about it the right way. Now, that said, Bobby, while Lamar's got to move forward, there are questions from the fan base, especially there are questions that loom. Many fans are upset that the Ravens didn't address the wide receiver position before the trade deadline when it was clear that Bateman had a serious injury. Now, I don't think there was a realistic and affordable option available on the trading block, but there are two things I believe the Ravens should do moving forward. Number one, it's time to activate Deshaun Jackson, and it sounds like they will. Here's both Harbs and Deshaun. Uh, I think it's a good possibility. We're going to keep seeing how he's doing, but uh, I personally think he's probably ready, you know, and uh, if he's ready two days from now, then he'll be out there. For me, I've been in this league a long time, had a lot of success, so... uh... Just, just knowing when my numbers call, just being prepared, getting in the playbook, then doing the things I need to do to, to stay ready. So uh, you know, if it's my time, I, I do what I need to do to help this team uh, to win games. That's, I think that's, that's all that matters, and that's what I'm here to do. Yeah, partner, they didn't come right out and say it, right? But I think we both believe the plan is to activate Deshaun Jackson from the practice squad. It only makes sense at this point. Now, we don't know how he's going to look. He's 36 years old doesn't have a training camp under his belt, doesn't have any regular season or preseason action under his belt so far in 2022. At the same time, this could help by being a legitimate deep threat and open up this offense a little bit with no Rashad Bateman. Or on the flip side, he could just be another Des Bryant and be completely underwhelming. We'll find out come Monday. But Sarah, you said there's a second thing the Ravens could do, and I have a feeling I know what that is. What you got? (laughs) All right. Well, you know me too well. You know it's OBJ. I've been saying the Ravens should keep an eye on Odell Beckham Jr. since the preseason. And now it makes even more sense as long as he is healthy. We got to have a healthy OBJ. But reports have always indicated that he'd be ready in late November or early December. So now's the time to pull the trigger. And I got to say my girl ESPN's Mina Kimes, she's on the same page as me. Here's what I would do if I was Ravens GM Eric DaCosta. I would pick up my phone and say, hi, OBJ, OBJ, 
Ooh. We'll give you whatever you want to come Hi. join this football team. I'm OBJ. Because they yes. need him. I'll do it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Go Thank ahead, Mina. By the way, um, yeah, no, this wide receiver group lacks depth right now, and I think OBJ is still a true number one and gives them uh, an element that will frankly be missing even with Jackson or Duvernay, who I think has been pleasantly a pleasant surprise this year. I've also really liked what I've seen from Isaiah Likely, who yeah. is almost like a hybrid tight end wide receiver. He's an sure. excellent route runner, really good after the catch but it's not the same they are missing a number one wide receiver and they need to do something about it yeah, i should have known you two would be on the same page sarah you guys have become awfully twitter friendly you and me are like bffs these days but i love it and i hear it as well we'll see if it ends up happening in the coming weeks still to come here on the vault an update on jk dobbins knee procedure and why there's reason for optimism stay tuned We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, Bobby. Despite Thursday's cloud of doom and gloom after Rashad Bateman's news was announced, the Ravens do have reason for optimism when it comes to J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, they do, which was much-needed information for this fan base. Here's more context provided by John Harbaugh. J.K., I would characterize J.K.'s surgery as a smashing success, as far as you can tell right now. So, I uh, came out of it. He has no, uh, no, no additional scar tissue since uh, since he's come out of there. That was a, that was a key thing. In the first couple of days, the scar tissue started to accumulate. It did not. Uh, they got they got almost all of it out. And uh, it was significant. And I think when they went in, you know, Leanne Curl did the surgery, and she told me when she went in there, the MRI didn't tell the whole story. You like to think it does, but until you go in there, you really don't know what you have. And the MRI didn't see all the scar tissue that was in there. So what he was dealing with was very significant. And uh, for that, Tim, to get that freed up, you know, I can't wait till he's out here running around in three or four weeks. So, um, yes, success. So, again, a very optimistic, almost relieved John Harbaugh there. And Sarah, one of the main reasons Dobbins went in for this arthroscopic procedure in the first place was because of, was because of the lack of mobility in his surgically repaired knee. We now know why. The significant, as Harbs put it, 
amounts of scar tissue that had built up. Yeah, and Bobby, this was a necessary evil. A while back, Carbaugh mentioned he thought giant star running back Saquon Barkley had to go through something similar as a follow-up after his ACL tear, and look what he's doing now. So while it's hard to compare injuries due to a number of complex factors, that's awfully encouraging, particularly when thinking about Dobbins come 2023. Okay, so let's next talk return timetable. You heard Harbs mention he's looking forward to Dobbins being cleared to run and maybe three or four weeks. It's week nine now, so that would put us around weeks 12 or 13. And based on injured reserve guidelines, Dobbins would first be eligible to return week 13 against Jacksonville, but that seems totally premature based on what Harbaugh said Thursday. So... Sarah, I can't see a scenario in which they rush him back. If this team has postseason aspirations like we both know they do, I'm saying save them for late December, early January. Yeah, I tend to agree, but don't you think that that mindset, it hinges on Gus Edwards' health and availability? I mean, I bring it up because both of those things are up in the air right now for Gus Bus too. And that's true, and it's a fair point. Edwards was one of six Ravens sidelined at practice Thursday as he continues to deal with that hamstring setback suffered last week in Tampa. So his status for Monday night in New Orleans is certainly in limbo, as is Mark Andrews, who was held out Thursday with what Baltimore's injury report listed as shoulder and ankle injuries. Harbaugh is on record for sharing that Andrews and Gus Bus did avoid something serious, but that means very little in determining their statuses for week nine. All right, let's get into the weeds here, partner. It's time for the real hard-hitting news of today's episode. We got to get more details from Lamar Jackson's appearance on AEW Wrestling. Yeah, listen, we don't do fluff pieces around here. This is serious news, okay? All right, honestly, though, after the sobering Bateman news, we could all use a good smile, so let's dig in. We mentioned in Thursday's episode that Lamar was in attendance, as you said, at that AEW Dynamite. And the cameras caught Lamar in the audience, and the broadcast made mention of him. Welcome back to Dynamite Live from Baltimore, and there's Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson taking in the proceedings here tonight. The man that was getting the MVP chance a few moments ago, but here's our MVP, Tony Schiavone. <laughs> and then later, Chris Jericho was in the ring cutting a promo for an upcoming title match when he said he would face any challenger. Well, that's where Lamar got called out. Champion, pure champion, women's champion. I don't care. I'll even whip Lamar Jackson's ass. Whoa. Lamar looks nervous. Couldn't look him in the eye, could he? I love that. Obviously, it was all in good fun. Lamar posted pictures on Instagram from backstage. He met some wrestling legends like Jeff Jarrett, Mark Henry, and the big show. And there was also a photo with his arm around Jericho, both with big smiles on their faces. So he's a superstar, even in the wrestling world, apparently. <laughs> he sure is. How can you not when you're MVP? So, you know, obviously in Lamar's podium session with the media Thursday, after asking about Rashad Bateman and all those other new things, he was also asked about Jericho and who his favorite wrestlers were growing up. Here's Lamar. I got called out. <laughs> I wasn't looking for Like I wasn't thinking he was going to call me out. You know, Chris Jericho called me out. I was like... <laughs> I didn't really hear what he said at first, and then they told me, and I started laughing. I'm like, this man is crazy. I enjoyed it, though, because I was, um, I was, like, growing up, I was a huge fan of wrestling, so it was cool to go see that. Who was your favorite wrestler growing up? 
I was kind of uh, hopping around. Like I just had my favorites, you know, uh, Jeff Hardy, John Cena, Rey Mysterio, you know, Eddie Guerrero, those guys. Like I was locked in back in the days. I used to always watch it. <laughs> And before we jump, some other quick news items you need to know, beginning with this from New Orleans Saints head coach Dennis Allen. Star wide receiver Michael Thomas is set to be placed on injured reserve and will likely miss the rest of this season as a result. Elsewhere, the Miami Dolphins officially signed newly acquired outside linebacker Bradley Chubb to a contract extension through the 2027 season. The deal is reportedly worth up to $110 million. And finally, Ravens legend Ed Reed has a message for Pittsburgh without actually mentioning the Steelers by name. If I was to give advice to my robbery team, what would I tell them? Keep doing what you're doing, especially if you suck. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know what advice to give to a team that I played against and I didn't like it. So, no, nah, keep doing what you're doing because I'm still rooting for the other squad. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault, a podcast unaffiliated with the team. We create our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you've been enjoying our content, please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. You can also catch us on YouTube by searching Ravens Vault Podcast. We can also be reached by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you with comments, questions, or if you'd be interested in advertising with us. That is all the time we've got today, but the Vault will be back on Monday for Monday Night Football with the Ravens news you need to know. <laughs> <laughs>